This summer, we're bringing you double Koi gig. For me, she's the best English centre-back. Play your best players in their best position. I don't think the captain is droppable, particularly after making the statement of dropping Steph Houghton. Subscribe to the OTV Koi gig pod on the OTV Sports app now. Paddy Andrews, we're after watching the 2022 All-Ireland Final. Kerry, you've beaten Galway by four points. Can you just describe for us what we've just watched? Yeah, look, I, th- I thought it was actually an excellent game in the end. We, we felt it might be very cagey. We felt scores would be hard to come by, but to be fair, the second half had opened up. Kerry struggled in the first half. They were a point down at half-time. Galway were making all the running. Shane Waltz was putting on one of the most phenomenal All-Ireland Final displays. The kick, nine points, but the four points he got from play were absolutely incredible and you think just maybe Galway are going to get over the line here but to be fair to Kerry they make big changes at half time Jack O'Connor takes out David Moore and Paul Ganey two of the most experienced guys and they got a bounce out of that with Killian Spillane Paddy Clifford came into the four as well in the second half and Kerry as we felt they probably would in the end just pull away Galway if they're being honest probably over the last ten minutes just ran out of gas and Kerry's greater firepower led by the man David Clifford to hit eight points himself going toe-to-toe with Shane Walsh he's delivered on the biggest stage and he's got Kerry's first All-Ireland in eight years and to be fair I think over the course of the entire game they're probably full value for us You say that but we're a couple of minutes after full time here and it sort of feels like Galway collectively put in a better performance for the first 60 minutes what happened then? They, they ran out of gas that's what we, we said this coming the All-Ireland final the last quarter is massive that's it and there's no point to being brilliant for, for 30 minutes or 40 or 50 the game's going to go on for roughly 80 minutes and Kerry down the stretch just had a little bit more they get a couple of fists of points Killian Spillane that man off the bench Gavin White who to be fair put in a storm in second half display having kind of been touch and go all week we didn't know if he'd play and David Clifford clipping scores and he just felt once they got the two or three points ahead Galway just didn't have the answers they, they have a little revival on 63 minutes when Walsh kicks a free and then Killian McDade who was incredible four points from play from midfield and Galway get it back 16 points each but over the next 10 minutes they're outscored four points to zero that's the, the championship minutes down the stretch and Galway were brilliant they, they had put in a phenomenal performance for those first 60-65 minutes but over the course of the game Kerry just had too much coming down the stretch and it's a brilliant victory for Jack O'Connor and for those Kerry players they've answered a lot of questions and to be fair to them they are deserving of All-Ireland champions Right from the first whistle in January with the McGrath Cup, steamrolled the National League, the Munster Championship, took out Dublin along the way and they've beaten Galway now as well. So it's a well-earned All-Ireland title for, for, for Kerry and well-deserved over the course of the season. There's a couple of things there I want to pick up on. Uh, let's just start with David Clifford, right? Because not whatever about the eight points, he played with fire throughout that game. He was a leader for his teammates. There was times he got massive scores when they really needed them. Well, like I said, the first half, Kerry scored two points from play. They're, they're massively struggling against that set defence. And everything we, we said in advance of the game was coming to light. Kerry were really, really struggling to break down that defence. Graham was Sullivan, they're kind of David Moore, and they're launching in long balls. <laughs> At times, possibly pretty aimless. But Clifford, unbelievable, just gets on the end of him. Throws Sean Kelly out of the way. He says, proper leadership. Sean O'Shea doesn't score from play. You know, Paddy Clifford very quiet in the first half. Ganey has a couple of misses. They were looking to Clifford. They were looking to him to lead them over the line. And that first half display, as good as he was in the second half, I thought his first half was incredible because it kept Kerry in touch. He was the man keeping Kerry in the game. And without him, they go down three or four points at halftime instead of just the one. And some of those marks, it was the only real bit of joy the Kerry attack was getting in the first half. It opens up a bit more in the second half, but you're right, through the course of the entire game, he was the guy leading the fight right from the first whistle. We know his technical ability we know he can finish he's one of the most iconic finishers in the game 
but his, his mentality and his leadership today was incredible and he's been a starring, starring role in getting this Kerry team over the line and he's been knocking on the door for three or four, four years now and they've come up short but he's got his hands on the, on the Sam Maguire today and there's no player deserving more can we just have a word on Shane Walsh too? Like, in terms of a uh, losing final performance, himself and McDade were both sensational. John Daly was very good. But Shane Walsh's kicking today was absolutely flawless. Yeah, it was. And we said it. He's been quiet in the last couple of games. Everyone knows Shane Walsh's talent. And you're pulling your hair out nearly looking and going, this guy is, is incredible, but he just needs to be consistent and deliver a performance. And it, today, like I say, to kick nine points, but the four points he gets from Clay are absolutely sensational. The one in the second half, he's marking Thomas Sullivan, one of the best defenders in the game, and he kicks two absolute monsters in the second half. He was a joy to watch today. It's a shame he's on the losing side, I'd like to say, along with Killian McDade, who was driving forward. But we said it beforehand, if Galway were going to win this game, they needed every one of their players to have an 8, a 9 out of 10. That wasn't the case today. Paul Connery comes off with 10 minutes to go, doesn't really get into the game, no scores. Damien Comer doesn't have a shot from play the hero of the semi-final but he's well bottled up by Jason Foley and despite Shane Walsh's brilliance Galway just couldn't afford that if they were going to upset Kerry today and bring home the Sam Maguire for the first time in over 20 years they needed all of those guys to be on the money and as brilliant as Shane Walsh and McDade were they, they'll regret that those, those performances they just didn't have enough firepower in the end is there enough there when you're looking at Galway as losers is there enough there for them to build and come back again and have another assault at an All-Ireland title look we said at the start of the season the, the Sam Maguire race was wide open there's four, five, six teams who genuinely have realistic ambitions of doing it and Galway to be fair from the progress they've made where they've come from in January to where they are now they've made massive strides Parrick Joyce Keane O'Neill it's in the energy around the team around the county the supporters there's a good feeling around Galway football again they will be back it's going to be difficult for them to get to the All-Ireland final they're back in Division 1 next year they've made huge progress they've got a taste of it now and with guys like McDade and Walsh they're not exactly over the hill they still have energy in the legs it's going to be a big ask because look Tyrone are going to come back Dublin are going to come back Mayo new management are going to come back in it it is a massive opportunity when you're here when you're in the All-Ireland final you need to try and make it count I think coming down the stretch there we just found one thing but if you look at the season as a whole for Galway they've come from, from nowhere last year bullied by Mayo in the Connacht final really bad defeat relegated to Division 2 that's some turnaround in the last 8 months they've had so yes they'd be bitterly disappointed today but Parrick Joyce and those players can look back with pride over what they've done over the last 7 months and it gives them something it gives them a hunger and an edge to come back next season and try and get back here again We'll be talking on the football pod with James O'Donoghue in uh, about 24 hours episode 30 will drop in the cold light of day we might get a bit more of a chance to properly analyse Kerry's approach and tactics would I be right in saying they looked a little surprised by Galway's setup or a little bemused by it? Yeah, to be fair, it looked like that. They couldn't, could not possibly have been. Everyone, the man in the street knew how Galway were going to set up this game. And to be fair, it was working. That was a massive question we had over Kerry. The, the, the quarterfinal win over May and the semi-final win over Dublin. While there were massive wins, those were far more open games and there was a lot more space for the forward unit. Kerry, the question mark has been how they how they deal with set defences and that first half they were not dealing with it at all like you say the only real tactic seemed to be we launched the ball in long and Clifford gets his hands on a couple of them whereas it did it looked a bit rudderless from Kerry in the first half but to be fair like you say Jack O'Connor experienced makes the change in the second half they get a bit more structure in their play Paddy Clifford again like he did in the semi-final in that second half when the game started opening up he was a key link player for Kerry 
and then they're getting Clifford in a bit more space to, to kick scores as well so Galway tired a bit that created the space and when Kerry when that forward line has space they're very very hard to stop they still kick 20 points to win the All-Ireland so yes as maybe as flat as they looked in the first half and kind of clueless at times in their attacking game they turned it on in the second half and they've done enough to win this but Jack was ruthless at half time he made his changes like you've been part of a, a panel that has seen half time changes in an All-Ireland final plenty of times Jim Gavin do you know Jim O'Connolly came on for you in one, one final did he? 17 yeah yeah and that's look if, if it wasn't going well for Kerry so, so that's Jack O'Connor's an experienced manager and that was the, I said it at half time he was, they were, he was brought back to win the All-Ireland and this was the asset test now there's no point of being brilliant in January, February, March this is when you're going to earn your corner to be fair to him he makes big changes because Gainey and Moran are massive personalities in that team they've put their shoulder to the wheel for Kerry over the last 10 years but it wasn't happening for him and to be fair if Jack has the firepower on the bench he doesn't think twice brings in both the Spillans and Killian has a wide in his first plane you're thinking Jesus is this going to backfire but to be fair he caused Galway massive trouble in that second half and totally vindicated you have to say that and for Jack O'Connor a third stint winning All-Ireland with Kerry he was brought back to do this and he's delivered he's beaten Dublin and he's beaten Galway to win the All-Ireland won the National League won the Munster Championship it's been a phenomenal season and a phenomenal comeback for him and well deserved last question and it's a cheap one predict for me how many All-Irelands Kerry are going to win this decade jeez <laughs> No idea. That is a ridiculous question. Like it's it's wide open. And, and Kerry, this is not. They didn't steamroll anyone. No. Yes, they're in pole position. They've got one of the most incredible players we've ever seen in the game, and David Clifford. And, and at an age where he's got another, probably you think five or six years at the absolute peak of his power. So they're going to be a handful. They're right in the mix to win it next year. But like I said, this year's All Ireland. That the final today, it was wide open. There was four or five teams. It was an exciting championship. Yes, there were some poor games, but in terms of who was ultimately going to win the biggest prize, you were kept guessing right until the very end. Looks like there's three or four teams who are going to be in the mix coming back next year. See what Mayo do with a new coach. See who comes out of Ulster. Donegal looking for a new coach as well. And then the Dubs as well. Push Kerry all the way. And now they're disappointed with losing an Aller in semi final. So look, it's been an exciting championship, but over the course of the entire season, you've got to say Kerry are deserving Aller and champions. And congratulations to them. Paddy Andrews, thank you very much. I'll chat to you tomorrow on the Football Pod and subscribe to the OTBGA podcast feed. You'll get all the reaction and analysis from Paddy and James and plenty more of our pundits. Thanks, Paddy. Thanks, lads. Happy you. Shane, congratulations. I talked to you a few days before the final in the, in the press interviews. You weren't telling me a lot then. You were keeping a lot uh, close to your chest, and rightly so. And he's went out there today, and he's got the win. You're all Ireland champions. Yeah, um, geez, it's even still a bit weird uh, hearing that. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's quite. Look, it's hard to think. I suppose it's very emotional at the moment. Like it's, uh, a lot of us have our first all Ireland. Like, but the feeling at the moment is, is relief. But I'm sure over the coming weeks and months, it'll start sinking. And what was it like out there in the pitch? Because Galway, they put it up to you. As we were two points down at half time. I'm sure it was tough going. Yeah, extremely, yeah. And look, I know I said to you last week that we knew we were going to find it tough and it's exactly how it, how it played out. Um, we were under serious pressure there, like coming to half-time, like we were point down, but we knew we were getting chances. Uh, probably just weren't converting them. And it was a case of showing a bit of composure down the stretch, which, which I think we showed. Like, and look, it was another dogfight like the Dublin game that we had to dig out and very proud of the lads inside there that we, that we managed to get the win. Could you feel that pressure out there, especially in the first half when lads were trying to get their shots off? They, there was some bad wide. It felt like there was a lot of pressure on you. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say so. Like, I mean, I suppose the, 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 the fact that most of us had been here in 19 probably helps. Um, and and, and we, we'd been the dogfight against Dublin, so we could probably go back to that a small bit. And, uh, you know, we probably didn't play our finest football against Dublin either, but we, we, we grounded out. And, you know, we knew coming down the stretch with our bench as well that we, we may have a small bit of advantage. And um, it told in the end, thank God. 
at times it was Clifford versus Walsh Shane Walsh scored 9 points uh, David Clifford scored 8 points it was incredible to see some of the scores out there Unbelievable and like I suppose it's hard for a player during the game to actually you know for the, to see how the supporters are perceive it you know if it's a good game but midway through the second half it was point for point you know we were going up one they were coming back they were going up one and you actually knew in the middle of the game that it was, it was probably a, a bit of a classic in the second half and look it was great for the supporters I mean two of the finest footballers in the country kicking worldies of points and um, you know it's great they got, got short in the biggest day of all yeah. and this is what you always dreamed of yes <laughs> good man Shane thanks a lot Shane commiserations out there I know it's tough at the minute thanks for your time how are you feeling I suppose initially Ah, look, it's here, you know, it's a hard one to take. In Ireland final, like they don't come around too often. I'm, I'm ten years playing with Galway at the moment, and you know, it takes ten years to get playing in Ireland final. It's a long time. So, uh, but look, it's a hard one. It, like they just got a couple of crucial scores towards down the stretch, and like that was that was pivotal in them kind of pulling away at the end. And uh, it's just disappointment kind of overriding at the moment now. You went in a half time, two points up. Things were looking good. The system that you had in place was working. They look quite rattled at times, you know, when they were trying to get their shots off in the first half. Yeah, like in fairness to lads, like the, you know, everyone worked so hard and at, at the back as well, and you know, probably forced them into shooting from poor angles. And I'm sure they were probably looking at that at half time. And yeah, I just like look, any good team is going to get opportunities in the game, and no more than ourselves. And we probably missed a few, and they scored a few. And like games like that are, are just always decided on fine margins. And you know, even like there was probably a crucial one there with a free down the stretch that. Like, look, you can everyone argues anyway. Like, but it's they're they're big on days like today. And um, but look, everyone give their heart out there today in, from a, in a Galway jersey, and it's just disappointment. But it's something to build on again for next year. Big time! And you yourself got nine points. Some incredible scores. Some of the best scores I think we'll see in Crow Park. Uh, to be honest, look, the lads, like we, I suppose we had a plan in place and to kind of maybe expose a couple of the carry backs and that was what the lads were doing at the back. They were working their socks off to get up, get the ball up to me and look, that's, that's part of my job is to kick the ball over the bar and keep things ticking over and just in fairness to the lads, like it was, it was every, all the work they were doing. I used to have the easy job kicking over the bar. And Porrick Joyce has been in for three years now. He said he, he wanted to win in All-Ireland, which is he got you there after three years. You'll push on now. What's it been like, I suppose, with him in there? Uh, look, Park's an unbelievable role model. Like I, I suppose personally, I looked up to him as a young lad when I started off playing football. So uh, it's kind of a funny one when he's in the dressing room there, and obviously I have the experience with him, the international rules as well in 2017. So huge respect for the man. And Joe, in fairness, the management, the backroom team, they put everything in place for us this year. And Joe, like we found ourselves in the Ireland final on the back of a very disappointing year last year. Like so, it's huge. The group can take huge things from the game, so we can because like there's young players there, like that are only on the scene a year or two and you know I know there's a couple of us there that are there a while and that was our first All-Ireland but like if we can build on that you know there's no there's no reason why we can't be back again next year and you know hopefully get a better result Congratulations you've done it you came back for one job yeah. win the All-Ireland Just delighted and honest thing delighted um Look, it's very emotional at the moment because we have, our thoughts are a bit scattered. But look, there's, there's great satisfaction in, in, in getting this group over the line eventually because there's been huge pressure on them. You know, for the last few years, that pressure has been building, and you know yourself, it's not easy to do anything when you're under pressure. Mm-hmm. What did it feel like to see Sean O'Shea up there in the Hogan stand? I'm sure Sean is a great lad. I mean, we wouldn't be here at all before his his score the last day against the Dubs, and uh, he's a great lad. He's from a great family, and uh, just delighted for Joe O'Connor as well that Joe got his. Moment up there as well, uh, but in general, just a great day. 
and a lot of the lads had their kids out there as well. You can see what it means. David had his. There was Paul Ganey with his little boy as well. Gavin I suppose Crowley, that's Gavin Crowley. Few more of them. Yeah, yeah. Sure, it's lovely for them. You know, it's lovely. Um, that's what it's all about. Days like this. And the game itself, you were two points down at half time. What was going through your mind then? Uh, we just felt that we hadn't played, you know, that we had a lot of chances in the first half. We kicked seven, seven or eight wides, poor wides, we were snatchy at stuff. Maybe that was a bit of the pressure that the lads were feeling. And we just, we, we just settled fellas down at half time and made a couple of changes and I thought we were better in the second half, more composed. There did seem to be a bit, maybe a bit of nerves in there as well. Well, nerves and pressure, you see, that's what pressure does to you, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what pressure does to you. You, you snatch at stuff and look, hopefully no one's sent to them. Brilliant. And you came back for one job. Are you happy? You're delighted, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's about. This is what it's all about. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, thanks. thanks. Enjoy the celebration. Porek, thanks for your time. I know this isn't an easy part of the, the job for sure. What a game out there. He's really put it up to them and it could have went either way. Yeah, I think to be honest, really proud of the lads, um, the way they played the game and the way that they carried out instructions to T. You know, I thought they were excellent. I thought Jack Lane notified Paddy Clifford really well, and I thought Liam Self notified Sean O'Shea, the key threat as well there. And um, look at we were pint up at half time playing really good football. We didn't try and sit back, we tried to go and attack the game, which we did. And I thought Shane up front, especially, was outstanding. Our forwards a great movement. And we came out after half time, and Kerry hit us for a few scores. We came back in and we, we stayed taking the punches and giving the punches up until the last up until the last maybe what four or four minutes to go and at 15 points apiece then like there was a decision given again is just under the hill there in the far corner like I couldn't understand it where we had won the ball back Damien had won it back and look as he got pushed to the floor if you ask me he was a free out and then the ball came out and then John Daly had it and then he was tackled, he was tackled high and a free was given again him John was tackled high and a free that was given again him for kind of holding the hand which I found just strange to be honest like and going in two points up at half time, the system that you had in place, it worked, it rattled them. Um, it looked like they were very nervous on the ball. Yeah, it, it did. Like, and I know they feel bad wise, like, but that, that's the sound of the pressure our lads put, put it under them, you know. And I thought two men, our fellas were standing, and look at them, really proud of our fellas. Uh, really, really good. And look at what more can I say about them. And for you to, to come in three years in here now, sorry, it's very noisy. I'll wait till they go by. <laughs> You're three years in now, Warwick incredible to, to get to an All-Ireland final I know it, it's hurting at the minute you want to win it but to be here to see how proud you are the lads a lot of those lads so young have never experienced this before No they haven't like, and they've been on a great journey and in fairness they've got the Galway public football people again so fully behind them and we've a massive support there today but I think the, the lads can have instilled a bit of pride and passion back into Galway football that's missing for the last couple of years and look at I'm so proud of them so proud of them as the, the families and their clubs what they've done for their families and clubs and you know, we'd be very family orientated um, group so look, they need to go now and unfortunately suck it up a little bit and learn from it and stay together as a group and come back a bit stronger because now that they've got a taste of it, I know there's a lot of ambitious guys in that group there and look, at it's where we want to be in football in Galway and we have to go away and lick our wounds and find out where we can go but look, at again, I have to take our hats off to Kerry as well. I didn't, don't think I forgot to do it in the other interviews but I think to Jack, you know, he's a great manager and the Kerry players, you know, they, they really closed the game out and they got the chance and that's down to a level experience probably them lads have of playing at a bit higher level than we did the last couple of years so look, we'll definitely learn from it and we'll, um, we'll regroup we come back and that's all we can say and Shane Walsh nine points he really rose to the occasion he looked pretty happy out there 
no, he was look at he's an outstanding footballer. I said this to you before. I said it to loads of people. Like he's a very talented player, and he come up kind of a little bit of stick the last two games for probably not scoring from play. But look at he, he played to a system that we were playing. He played to a system today that we kept him up top a bit higher, and he was even phenomenal. Like the points he kicked were just outstanding. Kerry had no answer from at all, and they had double tagging him, trouble tagging him at times, and he, he just was outstanding. His work rate as well off the ball was was phenomenal. And look at he's a great player. Fair play to him. Gavin White, how are you feeling? All Ireland champion must be nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. I suppose it hasn't really fully sunken in yet, but it, it's some relief there after the final whistle went. Um, and, and absolute credit to Galway, that was an absolute savage battle out there. Um, it was tit for tat for, for up until 70, 75 minutes, wherever it was, and, and thankfully we were just able on the right side of that. There must be a lot of relief for you as well to be actually out there on the pitch today. It didn't look likely when you came off in the semi-final against Dublin, and you're out there today, and you put in a great shift. You got a, a point there as well coming near the end. Yeah, um, I suppose I did, that, I did that knee injury against Dublin and when anyone does, does a knee injury there's a fear factor that you could be out there for a couple of months if not a year um, but thankfully I, I pray to the heavens that Sunday night coming on the bus and thankfully it wasn't a crucial and like that and I was able to get through a week's, a week's rest to get it right for, for this week and thankfully I was able to get, up, get on the line today. How's it feeling now? Oh, it's not too bad, no, not too bad. It'll enjoy tonight and we'll look after the end of the week. And how was it to see Sean O'Shea up there in the Hogan stand, lifting the Sam Maguire? Is this just dream stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I suppose when you're a young fella, you always look, you dream of days like today. Um, and as I say, look, it probably really hasn't sunken in properly yet. We'll look back in a couple of days and reflect on what has happened and we'll really soak it in then. At times it looked like Clifford versus Walsh out there. They were both unbelievable. Shane Walsh kicked nine points. David Clifford, I think he got eight in the end. Just incredible stuff. Yeah, look, David is absolutely unbelievable. He's been unbelievable since since he was minor. He's a savage leader inside the dressing room. Uh, has a savage game altogether. Um, likewise for Shane Walsh, look, he's, he, he's up against one of the best defenders in, in the country in Thomas Sullivan and gave him enough of it today. Uh, kicked some absolutely unbelievable points and is very unlucky to be on the losing side today. And what's the plans now? Celebrations for the next few months? <laughs> Celebrations, yeah. I, I don't know what I'll do for the next half an hour, never mind the next <laughs> couple of days. So we'll take it step, one step at a time. Stephen, congratulations. All-Ireland champion. How does it feel? Uh, brilliant, yeah. Absolutely amazing feeling. Yeah, we're just delighted. Um, we've had a great year. We're just uh, just so thankful now to, to be able to, to climb the steps and lift lift the cup. Yeah, so it's been a long uh, long gap for Kerry uh, so since 2014. So yeah, we're just uh, just delighted really. And you first joined the panel was it 2014? Yeah, yeah, I was in for a couple of years before that. Yeah, but 2014 was my first year playing. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, my support Murphy was our first year playing that year, like, and I suppose we were just expected, you know, maybe like we didn't know what to expect. We won the All Ireland first year, like, oh yeah, definitely be back here, definitely be back here, and it just doesn't happen like that. And it was just we had such a long road, so many defeats, big games, and it was just heartbreaking, really. And then you're you're, you're doubting yourself. You're like, will I ever get back here? And it's just so it's an amazing feeling just to be back here. I'm just delighted. Yeah, you're one of the more experienced players. You stuck around, and obviously, as you said, it was heartbreaking at times. So it's amazing then today to be able to say that you went on and won the All Ireland. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Yeah, but it was just every year we, we knew we had, we had great players coming through. We probably saw off a lot of good players then, like Mark, like Mark O'Shea and Aidan O'Mahony. And you're like, Jesus, how will we replace these guys? But just made great players come in, like Jason Foley there, Tom Sullivan. You know, we knew that Italian coming through. Graham Sullivan, brilliant game today. It was absolutely a fantastic game. So, and then, um, then obviously we had Shawnee and David coming through, and they've they've kind of taken over the team as leaders, and they're just it's just their role models. It's just a pleasure to play with them. Really, it's just actually privileged. You know, they they nearly give you energy. Um, just going to training, just to, just to train with them, really, just to see them play. Like so that's amazing. They've they've given us such a, a lease of life to maybe our older fellas, but yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and going in at halftime, you were two points down. What was the message then from Jack? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like, there was nothing, nothing, nothing we weren't expecting. Like we knew God were going to put it up to us. Um, 
we were probably not clinical enough in the first half. We had a lot of wide scholarly, everything they were kicking was going over. Like so, I suppose we knew maybe our, our accuracy was going to improve, and maybe they couldn't hold uh, their, their, their their levels of accuracy. But straight away after the throwing, they went up and got another point. Um, but just we got some great scores. Graham Sullivan, I can't even remember now. Graham Sullivan kicked a great point from the back. Um, do you know? And we got once we knew if we could maybe get ahead of them, then we did go ahead of them 16-14 and then they caught it back again. But just I think really it came down to our bench. Um, massive impact from the guys off the bench. Paul Murphy, like I said, just a steady head, can control every ball. Killian Splan made a huge difference. Turned the ball over for the point probably for 17-16. And Michal Burns, savage impact as well. So that's really probably where we had the the the, the edge on Galway really. And we, we, we knew that going in as well that the strength of our bench is just huge like so.